Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the DD Crago Show, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time, the ultimate optimist, the man who is dashing and has voice charm, me, Darius D. And if you're new here, thinking to yourself, what does Fuego mean? Here is the fact of the matter. It means fire in Spanish. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for stopping by once again. And if you want to see the show prosper, which I hope you guys want to see it prosper, prosper, this is what you can do. You can go on Apple iTunes and leave a good review. Five stars only. Five stars only. That's all we want is five stars, okay? Five stars. Leave a good review there. It helps with the rating of the show. It helps bring the show up to higher standings. And also, if you want to hear this on a regular basis and you enjoy the show, here's what you can do. Subscribe to this podcast on whatever social media platform. No, no, well, not whatever social media platform, should I say. Whatever podcast platform that you so choose to use. So whether it be Apple iTunes, whether it be Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or Google Podcasts, I'm on there. I'm on 10 different platforms. So whatever podcast platform you want to use, I'm on there for the most part. And lastly, make sure you share, share, share. If you care, care, care. And because it shows me that you care, it shows DD that you care. So share on whatever social media platform you so choose to use. By the title, you guys know what we're talking about. This is the last episode being that it is the last week of Black History Month. Unfortunately, I know, don't cry, don't cry. But don't worry. Hopefully next year, God spares our lives. I'll be here and I'll be doing it again consistently for the next several years until I covered majority of it. So that is what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be talking about black invest, black inventors. Yes, black inventors. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And of course, we're going to be doing the word of the day. I haven't done that in a while. And being that it is February 25th, circa 2019, this is the word of the day is impetus. And by definition, it is a noun. And it is like this, a driving force slash an impulse. So you guys should know what that is. Add it to your daily vernacular, add it to your mental lexicon so you can grow as individuals and show people what you really got. And it's good to do that because if you're a writer or you're in school right now, it's good to use different words, different synonyms here and there. So it's important for you guys to use that. And actually, because it's another word for impulse, Here's what my suggest to you today is make sure you control your impulses. Don't fly out the wire. Make sure you have that self-control. If you want to learn more about self-control, go back to a couple episodes ago. Not a couple, actually a few episodes ago. And I talked about why it is important to have self-control. All right. Hopefully you guys are still listening to this eloquent voices, eloquent speech. Make sure, make sure you pay close attention because I think history is important because if you don't know your history, you might not know your future because history does repeat itself. And hopefully you guys look to these people for inspiration. So being that said, let's get right into it. This is the DD Fuego Show. We will return momentarily. All right, once again, it's on. And we're talking about black inventors and why they are important to society because inventors are important, creators, innovators, because they 
create a new narrative, like create a different way that humans operate in the world. Imagine if there was no inventors, no creators, or no innovators within the last hundred years, where would we be? Think about it, because these guys are important, and girls are important because they come up with ways to either make life a lot easier for us and more efficient for us. So here are a few of them. Now, one of them, his name is Richard Spikes, and he gave away his idea. I think not give it. He didn't give it away. Sorry, but he came up with this idea of an automatic gift gear shift. Now, for those who can drive, who have a whip, you guys know that a lot of the cars nowadays are not manual. Matter of fact, a lot of us don't drive manual. There's actually a few people who I know that drive manual gear shifts. But he decided in his infinite wisdom that he wanted to create an automatic gear shift which is important because a lot of us like i said drive automatic and it's easier to drive than a manual some people even say that if you're driving a manual you're really driving that's what they say the car fanatics who have it and then if you were driving automatic you are still driving yes but not to the same extent and not as you don't have as much control as a person who would have a manual because you're doing more work when you're driving. So that was one. America's first clock clock, sorry, was created by a mathematician slash farmer slash astronomer slash land surveyor. Wow. His name is Benjamin Banneker. And he created the first clock in America. Obviously, he's a jack of all trades. If you didn't take that in, because he is a he's in so much different fields. From yeah, he goes from a farmer to a mathematician to an astronomer to a land surveyor. Man, he was brilliant. Then we're gonna go to the automatic elevator doors. That is crucial because a lot of us. We go to work in buildings or go to the hotels or go into facilities that have elevators. Now, for those who are born in the 20th century, you probably didn't think that elevators were not automatic. I didn't even know that either. That shows my age, how young I am. But maybe my grandfather and my grandmother's age group or even people before them to so like my great-grandmother. And their generation probably seen an elevator that is manually opens, not automatically opens. But imagine to yourselves right now in retrospect, going into an elevator that is manual. Think about that for a second because technically it would just be a lift so if you guys know a long time ago i would say even before the 20s i think they would open the lift and then they would do a pulley type system if i'm not mistaken so this is really interesting to see and the creator of said device 
is Alexander Miles. So shout out to Alexander Miles for making our lives easier. A blimp. Now for the sports fans in the cut, listening to your boy DD. And I said blimp, not pimp, okay? But blimp is one of those aircraft devices that was used sometimes in war. I know the Nazis had their own blimp. I'm going to pull it up right now. I saw a documentary on it. So it's called the Hindenburg Disaster. So that was one blimp. But the creator of the blimp, or he was the first to create a blimp with an electric motor and a, had directional controls. So if you watch sports and you see a blimp in the sky, you can thank John Pickering because he's the one that did it a lot. Well, created that version of a blimp. And I think Goodyear is the one that you see mostly in sporting events in the States. So you can thank John Pickering for that. Blood Banks. Dr. Charles Drew. So he, what he did is for his invention of a method of separating and storing plasma, allowing it to be dehydrated and banked for later use. Dr. Drew was the first black person awarded a doctorate at Columbia University. So another Ivy League school. We talked about how W.B. Du Bois graduated from Harvard. Yeah, so this is important because a lot of people still donate blood to this day. And it shows how he was actually the first black person to be awarded a doctorate at Columbia University. So he got his MD from there. And another thing is important because, like I said, to this day, people still do um, blood donations. And it's all about preserving life and making medicine more accessible and more efficient for the grand masses and for to further research so we can counteract some of these uh, unfortunate illnesses and ailments that people struggle with clothes dryer now when it comes to washing and drying your clothes hopefully you guys do that because if you don't wash your clothes okay you might have a problem here but if you even if you don't have one at your house, just go to a dry cleaners or a washing machine area. Forgot what they're called for a second. A laundry mat. There we go. Go to a laundry mat. But hopefully my viewers, my listeners, clean their clothes. But you can thank George T. Sampson for giving the laundry baskets a greater sense of purpose. He did this in 1892, 1892 with the dryer. So instead of hang drying your clothes, because in Canada, for my listeners, or people who live north part of the States, you can't really dry your clothes <laughs> or air dry your clothes or hang dry your clothes, whatever you want to talk about or call it. In the wintertime, because lately... The weather has been crazy, so imagine hang drying your clothes when it's negative 30 and your clothes are damp. What's going to happen to your clothes? They're going to freeze. Thank you for all the scientists that knew what I was about to say. 
it's going to freeze or hail, rain, all these unfortunate things. Now you can dry it in the comfort of your own home or at a laundry mat. doesn't matter where, but you got to dry it now. But I usually hang dry myself anyways because I'm 6'6". So if you put some clothes in a dryer, like pants, yeah, I'm going to look like Huckleberry Finn. So I usually try to just dry my air dry my stuff. But the rest of them that I can dry, I use a dryer. So thank you so much, George T. Samson. Now the dustpan. Hopefully you guys dust and sweep up your house because dust is everywhere. But you can thank Lloyd P. Ray for inventing the dustpan. So when you sweep, you have something to put the dust. I know we don't think about it now because we have it, but back then they didn't have it. So you're pretty much just sweeping dust into corners. And some people who grew up previously know what I'm talking about. In a previous era, know what I'm talking about. People like me, I always grew up seeing a dustpan, so I never thought about it. But he invented that, and it's practical. See, a lot of these inventions, they might not be super out there for us right now because we are so advanced, but they're practical, and you can use it every day. But now you have these um devices from Dyson that I think you can connect it to your Google Home or your Alexa and tell them to sweep for you so what they would do is you say alexa or hey google uh mop the floor and then they have the device that is connected to them which would be a self driving vacuum cleaner and it will clean up the house for you so i guess most people are not using dustpans anymore but some of us are. Electric lamp. Now we know who invented the light bulb and electricity. I'm not going to say his name. I know that you guys know that. But this electric lamp, important because we still use it today. Louis Latimer invented this. And it's a place where you keep the light bulbs that was invented by who? Who, who, you may ask? Well, I'll let you know momentarily. But we know. I think you guys should know who it is, but I'm going to just get It's multiple people, but the person who gets the credit for that is Thomas, Thomas Edison. But there's also Hiram Maxim, who is German, I believe, and then Joseph Swan. So there's three people, but it's attributed to Thomas Edison. So hopefully you guys got that at home. Hope you guys knew that. And I believe you did because you guys are smart because you're listening to me. So <laughs> continuing on, folding chair. John Purdy. Now, I know a lot of my listeners, okay, you go to functions. And you don't want to bring a bunch of chairs, a stack of chairs, and hug it around. But here's what you can do. And you can thank John Purdy for this because he made the folding chair. Okay? With his partner, James R. Sadguar. Yeah, hopefully I'm not butchering his name. So now you can just fold up a chair, put it away at the barbecue. And we know what goes down at the barbecues. There's a bunch of dominoes getting slapped up, spades, all of that. Your uncle's on the grill. Your auntie's frying up the chicken, whatever. 
and you need a place to sit and you don't want to take up so much space. So here's what you do. You just go either to wafer.ca or you just go to your local department store and you pick up folding chairs. So you, after you're done, you just fold them up, put them downstairs, and then bring them back up the next barbecue, whether it be Labor Day, Canada Day. Shout out to the people in the States for 4th of July. So there's all of that. And now we're going forward to a gas heating furnace. Before that, you would have to use a fire furnace, and it would take up a lot of space. And sometimes it would be considered inconvenient. But the house layout back then compared to now, totally different. It's not as cumbersome, but now it's efficient. And now you can connect it to your Google Home and your Alexa as well. Because now they're doing it electronically as well. So there's that. And you can thank Alice H. Parker, who was the first woman, actually. So shout out to all the black females out here. Black women out here inventing. And now you have the gas mask created by Garrett Morgan. So this actually helped us a lot actually within war as well. But it can help with scientific things as well. So if you're studying biohazard things, you have the gas mask at hand so you don't breathe in these toxins. For all the golfers out there, Shout out your boy, Dr. George Grant, who actually created the golf tee. I'm not a golfer, but maybe when I'm older, I will golf. For now, I'll just stick to football and all the contact stuff. But then when I'm 60, I'll golf. Um, No disrespect to all my young, my friends, my age who golf. But yo, I, I'm good at mini putt, though. Mini putt's my thing. If you think you can beat me at mini putt, holler at me. DM me at DDFuego15, and we can work something out. But you have number 13, Home Security System by Marie Van Britten Brown. Now, it is more accessible than it ever has been. Now, it's not just for the wealthy, but it's for the average consumer. Why? Because now you have home systems all over the place. You can get it at your local department store. You can get it at online. And you connect it to your device, your phone. You can see it from your phone if you're on away, away on vacation. Or you can see it, I think, you can connect it to your Google Home and your Alexa. And you guys are probably thinking to yourself, why do you keep mentioning Google Home? It's because I have one, A, and no, this is not a sponsorship. But hopefully one day I will get a sponsorship. But... I think it's efficient to have a smart home. And actually, one of my friends, shout out Shane, he was on the show, and shout out Josh, who will be on the show soon. He, They were talking about how in the future when we are a lot older, how they're going to start making houses, smart homes, instead of building homes as regular homes and then incorporate it, but just build it into a smart home from the jump and then sell it, which actually wouldn't be a bad idea because then – the price of the house goes up. So if you're a real estate agent, listen to this now. Because I just gave you an idea. All right. So we're talking about the ice cream scooper. How practical is this? Who doesn't like ice cream? I've yet to meet a person who doesn't like ice cream. Unless if you have sensitive teeth and you can't eat cold things. But 
with the ice cream scooper, it makes it easy to scoop your ice cream. And this was by Alfred L. Krill. And it was actually created in 1897. So imagine not being able to have an ice cream scoop to get that nice, perfect scoop. Go to your little uh, Baskin Robbins and they didn't have ice cream scoops. Imagine if Baskin Robbins didn't have ice cream scoops or any of those Thai restaurants, those Thai ice cream places. Or you can't scoop out your Ben and Jerry's. But I know a lot of you guys probably just eat it straight from the tub don't worry we've all been there you've been lonely one time you know one time and another so we have the ironing board again practicality at its finest sarah boone was able to create that because before then they were using it on wooden chairs so i think that is easier to balance than a wooden chair so imagine you ironing your clothes for work church whatever function that you were trying to go to on a wooden chair instead of on an ironing board. Not that practical, is it? A lawnmower. In Canada, we only use it one season, but in other places, we use it, you probably use it more than we would use it. But nonetheless, it's still important. You gotta make sure your lawn is nice and clean and pristine. Slight bars for you guys. But it is in, was invented by John Albert Burr. Well, I'll try to say that six times fast, but. He invented that, so now you can get a fresh, nice lawn because of him. So you can thank him for that. And with the topic of lawn care, on the brain, the lawn sprinkler was invented by Joseph A. Smith. And the mailbox, because I use the mailbox quite a bit because I order stuff online. We shop online. If you guys don't shop online, I don't know what you guys are doing. I probably shop online more than I shop in actual stores and stuff like that. I have a brick and mortar, mortar store. I shop on, I use e-commerce more than I use brick and mortar stores. So why? Because it's more efficient to me. And when I shop online, for the most part, browse around, I actually end up buying something compared to me going to the store. I have to be on a mission to get that product. And I just like shopping online. There's less hassle, less wasted time. I just know what I want. And then I go and I buy it and I compare online because it, it's easier for me to open up like five different browsers on the internet and compare websites than me going to five different stores in one day. I save a lot of time. I can order wherever I want. I can order my room. I can order it in the kitchen, but I'm veering off topic. So I'm talking about the mailbox, Philip Downing. Imagine not getting mail at your respected mailbox. So you would have to go to the post office instead of the mail coming to you. Just, I want you guys to think about these things because we have access to it now. So we don't think of it as it as much right now. But just imagine if you did not have it. You would have to, that's one more thing you would have to do is go to the office and get your mail. And then with that said, you waste more time when you could do something else. And now you have the mailmen and mail women coming to your house and giving you the mailbox, though your mail. For a lot of you guys, it's just bills. For some of us, it's packages and stuff. But thank you, Philip Downing, for your smart invention.
The master lock, Washington Martin. You guys know what that is. So we're not going to spend time. The modern toilet, Thomas Elkins. That's important because I'm pretty sure you guys pee and poo. So you guys need a modern toilet instead of going to an outhouse. I knew about an outhouse when I was a kid because of Shrek. But besides Shrek, whatever, my parents told me about it because my dad's from Jamaica and he said that they had one. So imagine going outside in the middle of the night to use a washroom, take a dookie or pee. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So thank you for the modern toilet, okay? Thank you so much. Thomas W. Stewart, vended the mob. Practicality at its finest, 1893 actually. So instead of going on your hands and knees and scrubbing the floor, See, this is the thing. I'm thankful for, for these inventors because they are making your life a lot easier. And people complain a lot about how, oh, you guys are just make being lazy, this and that, when it comes to new technology inventions. But we look at the mop and saying that's a hard work. Before the mop, people are on their hands and knees scrubbing the floor. So look how big your floor is right now and consider yourself on your hands and knees Scrubbing it with a sponge or even a toothbrush. You know how long that's going to take you compared to just having a mop? You see why I think innovation and inventors are important to society? That's what I thought. Okay, so continuing on. A peacemaker. Oh, wow. So this is actually helps a, a pacemaker. Yeah, yeah, it's a pacemaker. So this is actually a life-saving one. So it, it helps. And it was created by o Otis Boykins. And this is practical because it actually helps people with heart conditions with help with their um, pace of heart. So their heart rates and stuff like that. So that's, in, I didn't even know that. That shocked me. A portable pencil sharpener. Shout out to everybody who went to elementary school, which I'm pretty sure all you guys did. But the portable pencil sharpener by John Lee Love. This, actually they used to call it the love sharpener. Hmm, interesting. But the pencil sharpener, portable pencil sharpener. Now when I was growing up, we had it obviously, but there was always one that was a stationary one where you'd have to get up. And some of them were trash, man. I would have a pencil. It'd be a sick pencil. And then it would just eat up my pencil and just make it all chippy and nasty. And I can't use it afterwards. But with this nice sharpener, portable, take it to any class. Because some classes didn't even have sharpeners, which to me doesn't even make any sense because we all need it anyways. But with a portable one, I could take it to my first period class, my second, my third, my fourth, and so on and so forth. Continuing on, the potato chips. Some of you guys are excited because you like to yam potato chips too much. 
but it's okay because it's amazing. And like this whole saying goes, you just can't have one. So George Crumb, an actually interesting story on how it was created is because he was actually a chef at a restaurant. And someone was complaining about how his fries were too thick. So he kept getting that complaint from that individual. And he one day decided, you know what? He's going to troll, I guess. And he made it as thin as possible. And then he fried it. And then he showed it to the guy. The guy was laughing. Because at the end of the day, he was trolling him anyways. But he was the guy who kept complaining about it being too thick, was laughing and kind of upset with him until he tried it. And then he actually liked it. And they started selling it more afterwards. So you can thank George Crumb for that. His last name is Crumb, so no pun intended. So continuing on, the reversible baby stroller. I don't need that because I don't have no kids. But for those who do have kids... Thank William Richardson for that. Okay, it's really efficient for you guys, and you guys know why. Continuing on, my childhood in essence, the Super Soaker was made by Looney G. Johnson, who is actually a NASA engineer, created the Super Soaker. So anyone born within the last 30 years know what it's like to have a nice hot summer day, and you soak up your friends the super soaker at the water park or at in the neighborhood when kids actually went outside but now again you can't really fault the kids for not going outside because a there's technology and b there's a lot of weirdos so they can't go out by themselves as much as they used to so i don't fault the kids entirely but super soakers perfect way for a summer day along with the water balloon so thank you, Looney G. Johnson. You helped my childhood be so much more fun than it would have been without the Super Soaker. And suspenders. I don't wear them, but I should, probably should do that. And if you guys know who me, I'm a fashion killer, episode number three. And I probably will get suspenders and start wearing them once again. But I can't find the actual crea um, creator of this. And then you have the thermostat. Uh, growing up in a Caribbean household, there's one rule that you should not do, especially if you have a Caribbean father in your house or a black father in your house. Don't touch the thermostat. I don't care who you are. Only he touches the thermostat. <laughs> okay? So, Frederick Jones, thank you for that because you gave us temperature control to a certain degree because unless if you're a father, you're not allowed to touch thermostat i'm pretty sure it's a universal father thing where because i talked about to my friends about it in other cultures and they say it's the same thing i think it's just a father thing just don't touch the thermostat you can go cook on the stove you can go watch tv touch anything else okay but just don't touch the thermostat and i'm 21 in september Still, unless if he gives me permission to touch thermostat. Touch tone telephone. Now, I know a lot of people in my generation, we actually had access to this. Because before then, it was a rotary phone. I don't know how to use that. 
And I'm completely okay with not knowing how to use one because people don't use it that much anymore. Unless if you're just using it for decoration. On the other hand, a touch tone phone. So instead of doing the rotary thing like I mentioned before, Dr. Shirley and Jackson made telecommunications lives easier, along with being the first African-American woman to earn a PhD from MIT, another Ivy League school. Pay attention. She gave us the portable fax machine, caller ID, also important, call waiting, and a fiber optic cable. I know what that is because I was born in the late 90s, but I don't even use the house phone anymore, and that's one is... Um, hands-free now. No, not hands-free, sorry. Wire-free, so wireless. But needless to say, it's a good invention. And she needs to get the credit that she deserves. And the number 30 black invention by Garrett Morgan. The traffic light. Before, there wasn't traffic light when they were driving. Now, we have that red Stop, yellow, proceed with caution, green, go. This changed the fabric of our whole lives. Imagine not having a traffic light. It's crazy. Thank you guys for stopping by. We're going to go to Wrap It Up DD where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So stay tuned. Welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you for the for that. So we're talking about Black Avengers today, and I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Hope you guys learned something new today, and I hope you understand. Now, three of the top 30 lists that I mentioned today that I found was important for me and relative for me. Actually, I'll say my top five is The Traffic Light by Garrett Morgan. Then we're going to talk about the thermostat by Frederick Jones, even though I'm not allowed to use it yet <laughs> until I get my own place. I'm just joking. And then we have the Super Soaker by Looney G. Johnson. That changed my life as a kid. I, I can't imagine my life without a Super Soaker. This is actually crazy. And then George Crumb, no pun intended, who created the pay potato chip. Imagine a life without potato chips. You know how boring Netflix would be without potato chips or a, or a game or playing video games with your friends? It's like the ultimate snack. I have yet to hear someone say they don't like chips unless they're on a diet or a health kick. But even so, they have kale chips. This is the concept of crisping a thing to where you would call it a chip. It's amazing. Now you have kettle chips, like I mentioned, kale chips, tortilla chips. You have, uh, what's it called? Like the Cheeto type chips. I don't even know what Cheetos are made out of. But there's actually one more I'm missing. Like sweet potato chips, the ruffle chips, all those types of types of chips. Man, thank you, George Crumb. Anyways, uh, we have the home system, security system by Marie Van Britten Brown. So that changed our whole lives as well because now you can monitor who's around your neighborhood. And you also have the Ice Cream Scooper, 1897 by Alfred L. Crail. So hopefully you guys learned something new today. 
I didn't even know half of this stuff before this episode. That's why I did it. And that's why I think it's important and crucial for everyone to know history. And just about inventions and innovations and creations in general. I think you guys should all continue to harbor up these ideas. A lot of you guys have good ideas, good concepts. And regardless of whether you're a man or a woman or whether what race you are, you have something to contribute. You have inventions. Some of you have inventions in your mind as you speak, but you just are reluctant to execute because you feel you're not as important. or you, It should be somebody else of more relevance than you. But it isn't so. A lot of these people I didn't even know existed until I did my research, which is not okay because we use their stuff every day and we don't know who invented it because they don't get the credit they deserve. That's why I did this episode today to give you inspiration and the drive to do what you think is right as well in regard to what you want to invent. There's some, I know there's somebody out here listening to this. I don't even care if I get a thousand or a million people listening to this, or even just one person, just one listen. If that one person were able to listen to what I'm saying right now, get up and then start working on their inventions that they've been thinking about for 10 years and put it into fruition, I rest my case. My hands are empty and I will be filled with gratitude. So just listen to this one more time. If you have an invention in your head, and I'm not saying it's going to be successful right away. Sometimes you're going to have to do trial and error. But if you have the idea, write it down and try to work on it. I know sometimes it's easier said than done. You might need funding. But if you have the skill, you have the vision, you have the talent, and you actually have the drive to do it, no matter the circumstance, all I have to say is you're more than able and you will accomplish it. So if you enjoyed the episode, make sure you share, 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 because you chose DD that you care, care, care. Make sure if you have any questions, assertions, any problems, or you just want to hit me up and talk, just hit me up on DD, at DD Frigo on Instagram. At DDFuego15 on Instagram, should I say. And I'll respond to you. And also, listen carefully. Listen carefully. Make sure you leave a good review on Apple iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to this on Apple iTunes. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts. All these different platforms that your boy DD is on. We're really here. I really do this, man. I really do this when we're here, okay? Thank you guys for stopping by. I appreciate the support. Don't be lame, but ignite your flame. This is your boy DHD signing off once again. So just chill, just chill, 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 till the next episode. And go create and go invent.